discussion boards, podcasts, green screens, and blogs. We all have our favorite ways of helping students make their thinking visible. Thanks for listening in to the Teach Fest podcast, where we explore our successes and sometimes our failures with EdTech in the classroom. Each week, we will toss about ideas and share what we are learning as we work towards our goal of reaching every child, every day, in every way. Welcome to the Teach Fest podcast, episode six. This week, I'd like to take a step back and do a podcast on podcasting. Some of you may be wondering, how difficult or expensive is it to create a podcast? Others might be thinking, how can I incorporate podcasting into my unit planning to help make student thinking visible and give students their own voice and audience? Today, I hope to address both of these questions. So let's get started. Did you know about half of U.S. adults listen to podcasts? The universal acceptance of mobile devices and a shift in the way people share and access content has created huge opportunities for educators, both for flipping classroom instruction as well as for creating an authentic audience and platform for your students' work. Getting started with podcasting can feel a little overwhelming at first, but if you take it slow and give yourself permission to innovate, you can make the process productive and fun. Here are just a few steps to follow to get things going. In this podcast, I'll cover the basics of planning, gathering resources, recording, editing, and publishing content to support learning in your classroom. These same principles will also apply to your students using podcasts as another way of demonstrating what they are learning. So let's get this show on the road. First, Let's talk about planning your podcast. Everyone will approach this differently, and there is no wrong answer. As you start to develop the vision for your podcast, think about the following. Your topic. What do you want your podcast to focus on? Your audience. Who are your intended listeners? And your format. Will your podcast share stories? Present information? Be a platform for interviewing guests? The list goes on and on. Once you've established a purpose and format for your podcast, it's time to get some resources together. First, you'll need a microphone to capture your voice. When getting started, you can use the standard microphone on your laptop or your webcam. I found that when working with students, having a USB microphone makes it feel more professional to the students and generates some enthusiasm on their part. I'm recording this episode using a Blue Snowball Ice microphone that retails for under $50, and I have several microphones in that price range, or even lower, that I've tested with positive results. Second, you'll need a recording program to capture your voice and create your MP3 audio files. For single-person recordings like this one, you can use any recording program. For example, Voice Recorder is installed on all Windows 10 PCs, But for interviews, I like to invite my guests to a Zoom meeting and record the discussion right in Zoom. After the meeting ends, Zoom will save both a video and an audio file in your documents folder, and you can use that audio file in the next step. Third, you'll need software on your computer to edit your sound files. Audacity is free software readily available on the web and is already installed on district-owned Windows 10 PCs. 
Audacity is a versatile sound editing program that is relatively easy to use and offers many tools to help you clean up and edit your sound files. There's a wide variety of support on YouTube that will help you learn this program and access its many features. If you want to give your podcast a polished sound, consider a basic soundtrack or theme song to play at the beginning and end of your podcast. Royalty-free songs abound on the web and can be downloaded for use from sites like freemusicarchive.org. I'm fortunate to be surrounded by talented students in our music program, as well as our sound recording club at BHS, so I like to use their original compositions to highlight their work. When you get to the publishing stage of the process, you will want a logo or a piece of unique artwork for your podcast. Again, students are a great source of creativity and talent in this area as well. When it comes to recording, there's no substitute for a good script. For my podcasts, you may have noticed that I have three segments, an introduction, the body of the episode, and a conclusion. For consistency, I use the same intro and conclusion for each episode, and I splice them in during the editing process. Since my target audience is teachers, very busy people, I shoot for 15 minutes per episode so people can listen on a drive home or a walk around the block. If possible, pick a quiet place to record, but don't lose sleep over background noise. If your podcast is in an interview format, create a short set of questions and share them ahead of time with your guest to enhance the interview quality. Ask your questions and let your guest take it from there. Don't worry about long pauses because you can edit those out later. It's more important to respect each other's sound space. You can edit empty space, but you can't edit out when two people are talking over one another or at the same time. Speaking of editing your recording, Audacity is my go-to tool. It's relatively simple to use, and it is well supported with tons of online tutorials. In the editing process, you can really make things sound professional. You can also spend considerable time trying to make things perfect, resist the urge, and do as much as you need to make your content digestible for your audience. My first episode, I spent about eight hours trying to make it great. Now I budget about one hour for editing and call it a day. When you're ready, Export the recording as an MP3 file, which can be imported into any platform. Once you have finished a recording, it's time to get your content out there to your audience. I use Anchor.fm, which is a free publishing platform that will push out your content to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other platforms. It is web-based, it's simple to use, it has a phone app, and did I mention it's free? Once you have an account set up at Anchor.fm, you simply drag the MP3 file for your podcast episode into the upload window on the Anchor.fm website. Add a description to the episode and hit publish. I have to admit, it's pretty neat to see your podcast logo and content show up in the Spotify or Apple podcast search window for the first time. Anchor.fm will keep track of your interactions with listeners to keep you motivated to create more content. And once you have content to share, get the word out to your audience through your Seesaw or Schoology page. If you're active on Twitter or another social media platform, leverage that to keep your listeners updated on new episodes. I hope that this episode has piqued your interest in podcasting as a tool to create and share content, both for you and your students. Here's a quick recap with some helpful coaching advice. Make sure you set aside time for the editing process, but don't get too caught up in that. Do just enough to clean up the ums and move on. 
Give yourself a break and remember you are a learner when you get started. Your first attempt will not be your best product. Stick with it and over time your skills will improve and each successive episode will sound more professional. I'm not quite up to Ryan Seacrest's level yet, but I am feeling more comfortable and moving much faster creating episode 6 than I was with episode 1. Let the students do the work creating the episode content. Using podcasts as another way of assessing student learning is engaging for many students. Their potential audience for a podcast is larger than their audience for a written paper, and this motivates students to up their game. They still have to write the script, and the students will edit very actively when they hear their written words out loud. Writing? Speaking? Listening? Yep, that's the ELA triple threat. If you have questions, would like to dive into the specifics of creating podcasts yourself, or want help getting set up to have your students create content as an alternative means of showing what they've learned, let me know. Better yet, register for TeachFest and sign up for the podcasting in the classroom session. You'll leave fully equipped to offer this engaging option to your students. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of the Teach Fest podcast. I hope you found today's insights helpful and relevant to your classroom practice. This episode's theme music is an original composition by Brighton High School junior Lily Odehambo. Many thanks to Lily for her work to create this beautiful piece. And Strews, you rock. Mark your calendars. This year's Teach Fest conference is scheduled for Wednesday, July 7th and will feature a full day of sessions designed to support your professional development with ideas just like the one you heard today. In the meantime, keep on innovating. <laughs>